Hey guys, Garrett Sisti here, joined again by Matthew Stanley. Hey guys, how's it going? At Bullfan in Denver on Twitter. I'm at Garrett Sisti on Twitter. You guys probably saw some of our tweets all going through the second day of Chargers training camp and a lot of things to talk about. Um, I guess the first thing we could probably touch on and uh, kind of exciting news uh, a little bit because he's getting closer, but uh, Derwin James today had his helmet, was out there stretching with the team. He didn't participate in any of the drills, but he was there. And, which was, of course, more progress than yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, he he came out and did, like, the when all the players are doing their own, like, personal stretching before they officially start. Um, he did that, and then he disappeared for the rest of the day. Today, he went out there. He uh, did some stretching with the team and then and went through their little warm-ups. And then he was on a side field for the rest of practice uh, working with a trainer. He was doing some sprints, doing some cutting. Um, and then he went out with, like the injured group and he was like <laughs> Forrest Lamp and Derwin James and Brett Boyko were all in the shade under a tree doing crunches and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Travis Benjamin did not practice today. He was out. He was on a bike. So was Forrest Lamp. Forrest Lamp did not have the knee brace today, which is also good news. Brett Boyko was also there and, uh, the four of them did not participate in practice today. Yeah, yeah, that it did look like some positive improvement for Forrest Lamp because yesterday he was literally just in street clothes with a knee brace, and today he actually had his jersey on. He didn't have the knee brace on, um, so I, I, I'm taking that as a positive sign that he's you know getting better. Okay, so let's talk about some new things that happened since yesterday. I'm sure all of you caught what happened yesterday in our updates. If you haven't stopped, you can go back and listen to the podcast. This is in order. You can't go out of order. You have to. Yeah, go. no, there's. You'll be lost. It'd be like starting Game of Thrones with season three. You'll just be really confused. There'll be major spoilers in this episode if you didn't listen to episode one of day one. So um, so a little progress today. We saw a couple different wrinkles. They run some, ran some nickel today. They ran none yesterday. It was all base defense. They ran some nickel, also some base. In nickel, of course, it was the same with Dez, Casey Hayward, and Trevor Williams as the corners. Um, what we did see today in base was Adrian Phillips now in the free safety shuffle with uh, Rayshon Jenkins and Jalen Watkins, Watkins and, and Des King. Right. Yeah, so uh, Des King, it looked like what, what we were concerned about yesterday that, that you know we highlighted was Des was playing a lot of safety yesterday, but when they added in the nickel today, uh, Des, every single time Des King was up in the slot as that third corner, uh, when they were in nickel in the first team. So that was really encouraging to see. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, that, that was definitely an improvement over yesterday that it's, it still begs the question of what's going to happen when Derwin comes back, because, um, once again, today, a die took every single snap at strong safety. He was in the box every single time. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they use Derwin. Uh, cause obviously they, you know, you don't want to limit him to just playing center field. He, he provides a lot more value than that. So we'll see how, how much more creative they get once he's ready to play again. Yeah. With Travis Benjamin out, JJ Jones, uh, took some more kicks again, again, had some problems with some of the short kicks by Shane Tripuka again today, dropped one that I saw. I, I think it was just a lone drop. Mm -hmm. And then also they put Nelson Spruce back there. Yep. Nelson Spruce, uh, I, we don't know if they're like actually giving him a hard look back there or if he was just, you know, it, back there to be the second set of hands since Travis Benjamin wasn't participating today. But, I mean, he looked good. He caught everything that came his way. Um, and uh, he looks really good spotting the ball. They did a 
when they were practicing earlier in the day uh, on punts, when they just had the jugs machine doing the punts, they were doing kind of an interesting drill where the, uh, the returner would be facing away from the punter until they heard the jugs machine kick the ball out. And then they had to spin around and locate the ball in the air. Um, and he was doing a really good job with that. Yeah, uh, with Travis Benjamin out, also Mike Williams filled in as one of the starting wide receivers. Got a lot of looks today with the ones and uh, did pretty good. Again, made a completely acrobatic catch again today in one-on-ones and was much better in 11-on-11s. He caught two of his three passes. The lone drop was a throw a little bit behind him by Phillip Rivers, but had a pretty solid day today. Yeah, he made some really good contested catches today in one-on-ones. Um he has super strong hands. Like he, it, it looked more like a Malcolm Floyd catch where he, like, you thought he should have dropped it, but he came away with it, um, and that was really good. And his, it was encouraging to see him do a lot better in one on ones. Uh, I mean, in uh, in the team portion, because um, yesterday, he, like we said, he dropped everything that came his way in the team portion, and today he looked a lot better. He he was he was almost three for three. Yeah, so then uh, just moving on to the second, just a couple new things. We'll talk about the good players, bad players today in a little bit. But uh, with the second-team offense, we saw the uh, the offensive line went Zach Crabtree at right tackle, Scott Questenberry, the rookie, at right guard, Cole Toner was the center, and Spencer Pulley was the left guard, and Sam Tevy was the left tackle. Scott Questenberry and Cole Toner were swapping guard center duty, but um, you saw uh, a lot of Cole Toner at center today with twos. Yeah, he did pretty well. He there was a couple plays where he uh, when they were moving, like when the play was like a run play to the outside, a sweep. Um, he there was one play where uh, what's uh, ninety five, the undrafted free agent, the huge guy. Uh, oh, you're talking about um, the big dude from Arkansas, yeah, Bijan Jackson. Bijan, yeah, so Bijan took him for a ride at one point. But other than that, he uh, Cole Toner did a really good job there at center. He was anchoring very well in pass protection. Um, he was like taking on Damian square who has some pretty good pass moves, pass rush moves. And, uh, he was holding his own there at center. Um, and then Questenberry, he was moving really well, especially getting out to the second level on some of those runs. He looks really comfortable at guard. Yeah. So, okay. Let's just get into the guys we liked Um, Scott Questenberry, I thought had a great day today. Um, completely shut down Bijan Jackson, who when you see him in just, you know, as a man, he is a giant bowling ball of a human being. He's just a big, low center of gravity guy. And Questenberry was completely holding his ground, one at the point of attack. Uh, Bijan Jackson could not get off the line of scrimmage. Questenberry did really good with a second and third team defensive tackle. So went up against Square a couple times, did really good. I saw him against Justin Jones, held his own. So Questenberry, I thought, had an impressive day. He did, yep. And basically those were the two guys that impressed me uh, on the offensive line, uh, besides the starters. Uh, the backup tackles weren't doing much for me, um, and Spencer Pulley just—he was just doing his job. Like he—he he looked like Spencer Pulley last year. He, you know, he—he he wasn't flashy. He wasn't making any like wow plays at left guard, uh, but he was doing enough. Um, but there was a there was a couple standouts actually on the defensive line today. Um, Isaac Rochelle cutting that weight has really helped him. He looks really good out there. He's putting together some good moves. He looks a lot more comfortable at D end, um, and he had I think. I think I saw two plays that he had that would have been sacks and uh, one that was a tackle for a loss. Uh, he was just doing really well today. And then um, Justin Jones actually looked good today too. He had a couple 
couple really good plays getting some penetration. And then undrafted free agent um, Steven Richardson looked looked pretty good too. He he had a couple plays where he got washed out, but he gets pretty good interior pressure um, and pushes that pocket, which is nice to see. Yeah, so um, outside of those guys who had a good day, um, also saw some flashes from Chris Landrum today, some from uh, Damian Square as well. But uh, just sticking with defense, I thought another big standout today was DeWan Hines, the undrafted free agent, the Houston linebacker. He had two or three pass breakups. Uh, one was against Derek Watt. Uh, the other one was against a tight end, I believe. But um, really good today in coverage. Looked quick. And my favorite linebacker duo when they're on the field is Kaiser White, Dwan Hines. When they're side by side, that's a quick group. Yeah, they're very fast. And and I did see too when the third team defense was in there. Dwan Hines was he was the guy caught, like relaying the plays into right. the defense. Mm-hmm. So um, he's already taken on kind of that leadership role, which is good to see. Um, and the, obviously the defensive coaches trust him to do that. So I, you know, if you're starting to put together that list of who might continue the streak of undrafted free agents making the team, um, I, I definitely say Dwan Hines is probably on the list. It, it is a deep linebacker group, so there's there's not a lot of room ahead of him to make the roster. But as long as he does well on special teams, he he looks good. He he has a chance. Yeah, and uh, one guy he's going against did not uh, had a couple bad plays. Nick Zubner. One where he got completely put in a turn cycle oh, yeah. by Russell Hansborough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was pretty tough with him. But uh, Dewan Hines had a very good day today. He did. Who else did you like? Um, well, the guy you just mentioned, actually, Hansborough. Hansborough looks like he's pretty much cemented himself as running back three right now. He Hansborough looks really good. Every time he touches the ball, he's, he's making the most of his opportunities. Uh, he looks really good catching the ball. Uh, he, he looks smooth in his runs. He makes quick decisions and just goes with a hole. I mean, none of the run game, it's really, really hard to judge the run game right now because nobody's in pads. They're not allowed to tackle. And even when they do kind of wrap up the, the running backs usually just finish the play and run through the pile and just keep running. Um, so it's really hard to gauge how well that's all going, but he just, he looks smooth. He looks like he's doing really well in this offense. Yeah, he is definitely RB three. He's been running with the ones as well. Russell Hansborough, when there's a running back who just squeaks out of the hole and is running downfield in open space, every time it is Russell Hansborough. Uh, Gordon has had a run or two. Justin Jackson had a great run yesterday. But uh, yesterday and today, Hansborough just keeps uh, squeezing through the holes in the line and getting open field. He looked very good. Steven looked good in the passing game, did very good one-on-ones too, cut everything thrown his way. So Hansborough is going to be a guy that uh, is definitely going to make a case for that third running back spot. Yeah, if if I'm Justin Jackson, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm going to be putting in extra time because <laughs> if he wants to make that roster, because Hansborough looks like he's got a step ahead, and um, I and that's we didn't mention it, but Austin Eckler still looks really good too. He yeah. whenever they're throwing the ball his way, he's just he looks so explosive. Like he 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 looks like the quickest player on the field. He's just so sudden in his movements. Um, but yeah, so that was another another good positive. Um, I thought Adrian Phillips had a pretty good day today. Towards the end he of did. practice, had two big pass breakups. He played free safety, uh, did fine there. But a uh, uh, good practice for Phillips today, definitely. Yep. And then uh, we mentioned yesterday that none of the rookie corners were looking that good, Faison and Tony Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, today that story changed. Uh, with to- one of them. With one of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Tony Brown had a bad day. Um, he he – uh, Tony Brown, basically every time he was in pass coverage, was getting beat. I think he had one pass breakup that was pretty good. Yeah, um, he did. But he uh, <clears throat> he was just getting beat by pretty much everybody. Um, 
the story was not the same for Faison. Faison had a really good day. He had two very good pass breakups. One was uh, one of the most athletic plays I've seen so far. He he was uh, he he timed his jump perfectly, had full extension, and almost came down with the interception. Um, he looked really good today. He was he was putting himself in position uh, more often than not, and I you know he he definitely separated himself a little bit today. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Tony Brown was trouble today. Uh, he was lined up in the slot in nickel and was having very bad issues in space. Went up against Keenan Allen once, and that was over before it began. Um, that was an easy pitch and catch for Rivers and Allen. But, um, but you know, who can guard Keenan Allen? But still, Brown had a rough day today, a face-on, very athletic play in that pass breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, the second one, I thought he could have came down with a pick. It was so good. Um, almost got the interception, but a pass breakup in the very least. So, a uh, good for face on. Um, uh, just talking about undrafted free agents. Ben Johnson got a couple looks today. Didn't get much yesterday. Uh, made a pretty good catch over the middle, but then dropped a ball that sailed from, of course, Cardell Jones. And uh, <laughs> but uh, he did he did pretty good today. At least uh, worth a mention. And I don't think we mentioned it earlier, but um, both Braden Bowman. And Sean Colkin were taking the snaps with the ones. Yesterday it was more Bowman than Colkin. Today it was the opposite, more Colkin than Bowman with the ones. Yep, and they both made a couple good catches in team uh, in the team portion. Colkin had a really good pass from uh, Geno Smith uh, that he it was probably going to be a 15, 20 yard reception at the end of the play. So he looked good today. Um, they're I think they're basically going to round out that tight end group. I, th- I think unless they sign Antonio Gates, your your tight end group is looking like Virgil Green, uh, Culkin, and and Bowman. Um, yeah, no no other tight end has really separated themselves. Not Cole Hunt, not Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm. Was uh, expecting a lot from Ben Johnson. Was a little little rough at times yesterday. Uh, rebound a little bit today, but uh, not making a ton of noise. Bowman and Culkin have definitely made the best of their opportunities so far. Bowman. Um, you know, had one drop today, fell down on a route, but still had a had a pretty good day. Yep. for the most part, uh, the quarterbacks as a whole uh, looked that uh, they had a little bit more of a down day today. Actually, um, Cardale, he's still just so inconsistent. Like he sometimes he he'll make a really nice throw, uh, and then the next play he'll sail it or throw it so far wide that nobody can do anything with it. It's just. He's very inconsistent, um, so that's pretty frustrating. Geno Smith, he's still looking very smooth. Uh, he looks pretty comfortable in the offense, and the ball comes out of his hand really well, and he, he you know, he, he places the ball very well. Uh, the thing I am starting to notice is <clears throat> right now, because he's mostly running with the twos, um, and the it seems like the defense has a little bit more of a one up when it's the twos on the twos he's holding the ball really long. There was a couple plays during seven on sevens. There was actually one play on during the seven on sevens where he didn't even throw the ball. He just tucked it in and kind of ran, um, which in my opinion, you're not even really supposed to do in seven on sevens. Like the whole point of that is to get a pass out. Uh, but yeah, so it, Gino, I, I mean, I think that'll come with time. He hasn't been with the team that long. Um, and you know, as, as practice goes on, um, He'll probably start to settle in, but I, you know, I, I still think that Gino right now is probably quarterback too. Yeah, I think Gino won the day again today over Cardell. Uh, that's two in a row, but you know, a lot more days to go, and um, and yeah, but Rivers is still sharp as ever. So. Yeah, Rivers still looks sharp. It, there was actually a little more pass rush today. Um, when Rivers was in, uh, there was at least one play that I saw that 
uh, Bosa would have had the sack if they were allowed to hit. Um, so the the you know the, the the coverage wasn't as I mean the the pass protection wasn't as good today. Um, but still, I mean it's it's really hard to gauge that when when nobody's got pads on and you know you're just kind of slapping hands. Um, another undrafted guy that I thought did well today was uh, number 97, Patrick Efrié. Efrié, that's mm-hmm. how you say it. I'm really bad with names. That's okay. Um, but Efrié, he looked pretty good today. He was, he looks. For a while there, I I thought they had re-signed a Tauchu because he's shaped very similarly, probably, just probably a little thicker. Same number. Um, but same number, and uh, he's still very quick for his size, and he just he had a very consistent day. Uh, he, he got pressure two or three times against the twos and threes when he was in there. Um, and he looks like a, a, you know, a good depth option at defensive end if they need it. Um, so yeah, I thought he also had a very good day. And I, I think Michael Peterson was a big fan of his. He'll, he'll be excited to hear that. Yeah. I like, I like the free a, I think he's got a shot at the practice squad. I, you know, I didn't get a lot of tape on him, but, uh, from what I saw the clips and the cutups I've seen, he looks pretty good. I think he's got a shot at the practice squad and he, and he had a good day today for sure. Um, and I think. For me, that's pretty much it. Everything, I think that kind of wraps up the day. I had one other note that yeah. uh, Dylan Cantrell had a, had, a, had a better day today. Mm. Um, he came down with more passes than he did yesterday. Yep. Um, but also the, the one caveat to that is he wasn't pressed as much today. And I did, I, I was paying close attention to that because it, was, it annoyed me so much yesterday. And again, the two plays that I saw that he did get pressed, he still had some trouble breaking off of that press and getting out so <clears throat> it'll be something like obviously he has time to work on it obviously it's not the end of the world like if you took me complaining about that yesterday is me saying cut the guy tomorrow he's done <laughs> like that's not what i was trying to say i'm saying that's the biggest fault in his game right now is that he he needs to figure out how to beat the press um and i because I don't, I don't think he saw it very much when he was at texas tech um and but i will say that when he was in the slot which you he probably won't get pressed as much in the slot. He had two really good catches coming out of the slot in the team period. So I think that that's something to watch. And it, it'll be interesting um, seeing how they work him too once they get down and they actually start doing some uh, some red zone drills because they haven't done any of that in the team period. All the team period has been you know starting at their own 20 going out and they just keep resetting the ball at the 20. So it's, it's you know, middle of the field stuff, which – it's kind of surprising to me because now that I think about it, that was where they were most efficient last year, and mm-hmm. they haven't really done anything in the red zone yet. So yeah, there's I mean they're still getting the swing of things. Yeah, that, that'll come soon. But I'm I'm surprised by that too. Also surprised we saw no field goals again today. Yep. Um, but just talking about wide receivers, so one more thing. Um, uh, yeah, Dylan Cantrell definitely did better today. Anthony Lynn completely disagrees with you, and that Dylan Cantrell <laughs> struggled because he said he's the most improved player so far in camp. But um. Artavis Scott, good day yesterday. Uh, very good catch today. Dropped his only ball thrown his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not play as well. Jeremy Davis had a really good catch today. Him and Mike Williams probably tied for the best catch of the day today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Davis definitely won that battle today. So Scott maybe had the you know the uh, foot up on Scott or on uh, Davis yesterday. It flipped today. Davis pl- outplayed Scott. So uh, that, that that's going to be an interesting end of the wide receiver depth chart battle. Going yeah, forward. it will, especially once we start to get into some more in-depth uh, 
practice, I mean, uh, uh, special teams practice. Cause so far it's just been a lot of like getting the right guys in the right formation. Um, when they are punting, the returners are literally just catching the ball. They're not really returning the ball at all. Um, so, you know, that'll, that'll develop, but yeah, that that's going to be a fun battle to watch. Okay. Well, if you've got anything else to add, I'm all good. No, I think that's pretty much it. Um, thanks for coming up again for the second day and, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you couldn't get up, I'm glad we were able to, you know, give you guys a recap. Um, I'm not going to be out here anymore. I have to fly back to Denver tonight. So this will be the last one of these for me, but, uh, we might, you know, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of bolts from the blue guys. So maybe we'll have somebody else attend some of these other practices. Yeah. Thanks guys for listening. I am at Gary Sisti on Twitter. And I am at Bolt Fan in Denver. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out. And if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>